0: Patchy fog under mostly clear skies. I see mid to upper 40s out the door. Today will be mostly sunny. Look for highs near 60, even at the coast, although we're going to stay gray at the beaches. I'm Mark Prell. Good morning from the KRCB Sonoma County Newsroom. Here is your first news for Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Well, late last night, the California Faculty Association announced a tentative deal that will end what was supposed to be a week-long strike at Sonoma State and other CSU campuses. A union statement says the strikers expect to return to work today. Faculty at Sonoma State University walked off the job Monday as their union went on strike across the 23-campus state university system. KRCB's Noah Abrams spoke with those on the picket line and a few supporters at the Ronan Park campus.
1: Classrooms sit quiet, but the professors are speaking loudly as Sonoma State faculty and maintenance workers take to the picket lines on the first day of spring instruction at the 5800 student campus. SSU faculty are joining with members of the California Faculty Association for the strike. Elaine Newman, a math professor at SSU, says some 90% of faculty at the school are participating in the strike.
2: We've had very little traffic coming into campus. We did a huge amount of organizing before this morning happened. Faculty have been communicating with their students. We're going on strike. We're shutting this campus down because we're fighting for a better CSU for our students and ourselves.
1: In a statement, the California State University system says talks between administration and the CFA occurred over the weekend, but offered no details. Faculty are asking for 12% pay raises to keep ahead of inflation, and increased base pay and pay equity for faculty, more manageable workloads, more counselors for students, and expanded parental leave, among other demands. CSU administration says they've offered to accept 13 of 15 fact-finding recommendations and provide a 15% pay raise spread over three years, but say an immediate 12% raise would be too costly. The union says an independent fiscal analysis of the university shows sufficient cash flow to fund the pay raises. The CSU system is planning to increase tuition starting in the fall of this year. Newman, also on the California Faculty Association bargaining team, says negotiations have been fraught since the beginning of January.
2: I think they desperately didn't want us to go on strike today, but if they were really serious about that, they would have stayed at the bargaining table. So as it stands, we've let them know what it would take to get us back to the bargaining table. And right now, we're just waiting. We're waiting to hear from them.
1: Sonoma State's campus, which normally would be brimming with students returning for the first day of the spring semester, was quiet and subdued except for the three main entrances where CFA members set up their picket lines. Students, for the most part, kept away by the strike and the occasional burst of rain. Junior transfer students, Mace and Molly say they and the students they've spoken with are supportive of striking faculty.
3: I've seen like the work that my professors were
1: putting in, and here, at least I feel that they've really gone like above and beyond to you know, support me as a student. so, I'll want to do anything I can to like support them. I agree. I feel the same way. Teachers really deserve better pay. One picketing faculty member pushed back on the idea that professors are selfishly striking and lamented the walkout, but says it seems to be the only way to his mind that public educators get their needs met. Martha Byrne, a math professor at Sonoma State, says she's been forced to move herself and her children into a two-bedroom home shared with three other roommates just to make ends meet.
3: We're really struggling and I don't want to have to leave California. I don't want to have to leave the CSU. I love my students and what I do, but the situation's getting pretty untenable, which is why we're out
2: here.
1: Newman says the strike is about fighting for a better CSU for students and staff.
2: Budgeting is a moral decision on behalf of the Chancellor and the Board of Trustees. We want them to spend money on direct instruction, that means faculty salaries, we want them to put reasonable caps on our course sizes. We want them to hire more mental health counselors for our students.
1: Well, the CSU has agreed a new contract with the university system's maintenance employees represented by the Teamsters 2010 union, Teamsters 2010 members are joining the picket lines with Sonoma State faculty. The CSU wide strike is scheduled to end on Friday, January 26th. Noah Abrams, KRCB, Sonoma County News. Thank you, Noah.
0: The union says now that the tentative agreement has been reached, CFA members will, quote, have an opportunity to ratify the contract in the coming weeks, end quote. You're listening to Sonoma County First News. Activists taking the podium at a recent public hearing accused the county sheriff's office of increasing cooperation with federal immigration authorities. That's something local voters and political leaders have taken issue with in the past. But as KRCB's Mark Albert reports, the Sonoma County Sheriff's Office says that just isn't so.
4: At a goal-setting session January 9th, activists from North Bay Organizing urged county supervisors to take action. They say the Sheriff's Office has increased its cooperation with Immigration and Customs Enforcement, an agency also known by the acronym ICE. But reached by phone Friday, Sheriff's Office spokesman Rob Dillian disputes the accusations.
3: That is not correct. We have always followed uh, the guidelines of SB 54 and continue to do so.
4: That's a statewide law limiting local cooperation with ICE with exclusions for violent offenders. Asked directly how he thought activists had arrived at that conclusion, did they make it up? Dillian declined to speculate.
3: Um, no, I'm sure that um, they feel that their justification is is righteous. However, um, since 2021, we've seen a reduction in the number of responses that we've provided to ICE.
4: The issue may lie in how statistics are interpreted. According to Dillian, of nearly 15,000 people booked into custody
3: last year, ICE requested notification uh, 492 times, and we provided 72 responses. So we actually didn't respond to 420 of ICE
4: requests in that. That works out to about 14 and a half percent of the time. In 2019, prior to COVID, Dillian says ICE asked for information about 596 people in custody out of more than 20,200 being booked. The office also complied 72 times. The raw number is the same, supporting the argument that cooperation hasn't increased. However, the proportion works out to 12 percent, something supporting the contentions by activists. Dillian says the agency is following policy.
3: When we receive these requests, there are some that we can adhere to and there are others that we don't. Um, When we choose not to for, for whatever legal reason... Um, both the attorney of the incarcerated person and the incarcerated person are notified that we did not respond. Um, so, you know, it's it's I, I'm not sure why the feeling is, is that we're providing more cooperation with ICE than we have previously, but it's not correct.
4: Mark Albert, KRCB, Sonoma County News.
0: Thank you, Mark. Petaluma may soon be asking its development-averse residents to move the city's urban growth boundary. City officials have eyed four different sites on the city's periphery, totaling 330 acres for possible annexation. But only one of them, an area surrounding the city's future Petaluma North Smart Station, is garnering much support. An amendment mentioned by officials would enable annexation of areas within a half-mile of a rail transit center for transit-oriented development. That's currently just 1,500 feet. If approved, the radius from the planned station would extend to nearly the intersection of Corona and Eli Roads. The city may also consider allowing denser development near train stations higher than the current limit of 30 units per acre. Only one other site, near the intersection of Freights Road and Lakeville Highway, has limited support for possible inclusion. Petaluma's urban growth boundary, mirroring the city's half-century-old greenbelt, expires at the end of next year, unless it's renewed, Lima officials say they are hoping to place a measure on November's ballot, though its scope remains to be determined. Now this.
1: This new year, LifeKit wants to help you succeed because everyone needs a little help being human. It can
2: seem so overwhelming. You're not alone. Who can I commit to being? If you want to do
1: something, then just do it.
4: Just take that first step.
2: Great advice every week. Listen to LifeKit
1: from
3: NPR.
0: And here's some good news. Californians infected with COVID-19 may go about their lives without isolating or testing negative as long as their symptoms are improving. Those are the new and significantly loosened guidelines from the California Department of Public Health. California's top public health official, Dr. Toms Aragon, last week quietly rescinded the state's previous order, which encouraged people infected with COVID-19 to isolate for five days. We need to isolate now. Looking at your weather, we're going to have mostly sunny skies today with highs near 62. Tonight, clouds and patchy fog with lows around 45, a chance of rain by early morning. Tomorrow, we'll see rain or showers into the early afternoon. Highs will be in the low 50s. Thursday, turning partly sunny with low 60s returning. Friday, another chance of rain, highs near 60. Then on Saturday, cloudy with a chance of rain, highs near 61. But then partly sunny with upper 60s Sunday and Monday. You can expect overnight lows in the upper 40s. For today, we'll stay gray at the coast. Some west-northwest winds will be 10 to 15 miles per hour at the beaches. Bodega Bay reaching 59 later. Hillsburg and Forestville climb to 62. Then we have Cloverdale, Windsor, Grayton, and Guernville at 61. Sonoma and Sebastopol get to 60. Petaluma 59 and 60 also on the way for Santa Rosa. Well, thanks for starting your day with us. We are your local member-supported public radio newsroom. You can become a member at krcb.org. And that's where you'll also find more local reporting, plus any updates to the stories you just heard. And join us for Morning Edition and All Things Considered for more North Bay News coverage weekday mornings and afternoons on KRCB 104.9. From Sonoma County's NPR station, I'm Mark Prell. Stay safe out there and have yourself a good day.